I'm Arjabha from the Gothic Quarter. This is the Rorschach Georgia update from the 1st of September, 2022. Quick summary of what's going down in Georgia. According to the Ministry of Internal Affairs, most of the fires in the Borjomi Valley have been put out. Borjomi, a hydrothermal spa area, southern region of Samskat Javacheti, has been battling massive blazes since last Friday the 19th. On Monday the 29th, during the government sitting, Prime Minister Yadakli Kharbashvili talked about what happened in Borjomi. He thanked the firefighters and also expressed his appreciation specifically towards President Erdogan of Turkey, since he said that Erdogan sent the firefighting planes as soon as he received the letter asking for help and added that Georgians would never forget this. Recently, several other fires have been reported in Georgia. One of them broke out at the Shav Nevada forest near Tbilisi. Once the fires started, heavy smog reached nearby settlements. Fortunately, it was extinguished shortly afterwards. Shidakartli region, another fire burned the Zama Valley in Kareli municipality. The fire started in the field, then it spread to several houses. Reportedly, no one was injured. The prime minister then helpfully and predictably said, quote, there are versions that there may be some sabotage. Nothing is ruled out since we know the nature of the destructive forces operating inside the country and their subversive tendencies, making a, a not very subtle hint at the opposition that I'm sure the European Union will notice. In other news, Georgia prepares to join the Single Euro Payment Area, or SEPA, on Monday, the 29th, the Prime Minister said that Georgian customers will soon be able to make cashless euro payments via credit transfer and direct debit anywhere in the European Union, as well as in some non-EU countries. SEPA was introduced for credit transfers in 2008, for direct debits in 2009. It's available in 36 countries, which include the 27 EU member states, plus the UK, Iceland, Norway, Liechtenstein, Switzerland, Monaco, San Marino, Andorra, and Vatican City. How's Misha doing? American health expert Eric Goldsmith visited Saakashvili at the Viva Medi Clinic on Monday the 29th. According to the Ministry of Justice, another medical expert will also pay a visit to Misha in the upcoming days. The expert should determine Saakashvili is seriously sick and if his illness prevents him from serving his sentence. According to Saakashvili's lawyer, Shalva Khajapuridze, they are also asking to postpone Misha's sentence for a year. Speaking of Georgian president, Zurabashvili selected David Bakradze as the new Georgian ambassador to the United Nations in New York, despite having some serious misgivings about his capacities. Natia Sulava, the head of the presidential administration, made the announcement on Wednesday the 31st. She said that the president approved every official nomination sent to her by the government. However, she said that Zurabashvili hasn't changed her mind about Bakradze's poor performance as Georgia's ambassador to the U.S. Zurabashvili received the nomination of David Bakradze as ambassador to the United Nations back in July, but did not approve it very quickly. In unrelated news, Georgia hosted the 14th Conference of the American Association of Wine Economists, or AAWE. More than 100 experts from around the world participated in the annual conference that took place at Tbilisi State University. The meeting was finally held after being postponed for three years because of the pandemic. AAWE's annual conference started on Wednesday the 24th, lasted four days. Participants also visited the Kareli and Kartli regions, learned more about Georgian grape varieties, wine production technologies, and the country's wine economy and culture. 
Speaking of learning, we've got some updates on university entrance exams. On Tuesday the 30th, after weeks of examinations, markings, and the appellate processes, the National Assessment and Examination Center published the university admissions and grant distribution results. More than 77% of registered applicants, 32,100 students, enrolled in the universities of their choice. About 6,550 examinees received a state grant. New university students may have less distractions from their studies because two web pages where people could watch movies for free have been shut down. Ajatanet and iMovies, two of the most popular streaming websites in Georgia, were shut down soon after a local cinema chain announced a new legal streaming service. Both streaming websites went offline on Tuesday the 23rd, citing maintenance. Kavea, a local cinema chain, launched their own streaming service, Kavea Plus, a week before the websites went down, this sparked debate on social media about their possible involvement in the closures of the website. Remember that one of the main requirements of the EU-Georgia Association Agreement is the protection of intellectual property, so this was an easy target. The Georgia National Communications Commission decided to encourage some copyright protection. 2022 European Basketball Championship, best known as Eurobasket, kicked off on Thursday the 1st. This is the first time Georgia will host the group stage games of the FIBA Eurobasket 2022 together with Czech Republic, Italy, and Germany from the 1st to the 7th of September. The matches of the A group will be played at the newly built Tbilisi Arena. Government hopes this event will attract a lot of international visitors. Luckily, the basketball fans won't get food poisoning during their stay, we hope, as the National Food Agency has sealed up 10 tons of harmful meat throughout Georgia on Wednesday the 31st. 375 out of 800 meat-selling facilities were fined for violating sanitary and hygienic rules following inspections carried out by the National Food Agency. Now for some good news. National Statistics Office, best known as Geostat, announced on Wednesday the 31st that Georgia's real gross domestic product, or GDP, increased by almost 10% in July 2022 year-on-year. Growth was registered in transportation and storage, construction, information and communication, mining and quarrying, and trade sectors. Meanwhile, a decline was measured in manufacturing. While the government claims that these numbers are a result of their thoughtful and thorough policies, some Georgians still consider the Russian factor was decisive for growth. According to Geostat, almost 7,500 Russian businesses were registered in Georgia from the 1st of March to the 1st of August 2022. 600 of these registered businesses are limited liability companies. Around 7,000 are individual entrepreneurs. Two are branches of foreign companies. Even though some additional documents are needed for foreign citizens, starting a business is very easy in Georgia. It only takes one visit to the public service hall. There's a major debate among Georgians about whether this Russian factor and its short-term financial benefits are good for the economy or if they may have negative consequences in the long term. Who else is coming to Georgia? plane full of travel bloggers from the United Arab Emirates landed in Kutaisi on Friday the 26th. 200 influencers who combined have around 30 million followers spent the weekend in Imereti sharing their experiences on social media as part of a campaign of Wiz Air. The visitors explored local landmarks, protected areas, wineries, gastronomy houses, of the Imereti region, Imereti Destination Management Organization, or DMO, said the region was involved in the project through its cooperation with Wizair. DMO said that the adventure seekers had participated in a competition announced by the Abu Dhabi branch of the company 
out of 600 applicants, only 200 got to spend a weekend in Imadetti. That's it for this week. Thanks for joining. We did our part. We want to hear your opinion. We get things right. We miss anything. Let us know what you'd like to hear more or less of or some big thing. Our email is georgia at rorschach.com. Achlamdis. Achlamdis.